Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. of Chargers Lately. I am coming to you directly after the end of round one of the 2020 NFL Draft to give you guys my reactions to the Kenneth Murray trade. The Chargers did something very surprising. They traded up for the first time in the draft since 15 when they traded up to get Melvin Gordon in that year. This time they traded away their day two uh, picks, both the second and third round picks to get up to pick 23 and select Oklahoma linebacker Kenneth Murray. Now, that actually probably wasn't the pick that most of us thought they were going to make there. Um, trading back to the end of the first, a lot of us thought was was the plan originally, but offensive tackle was what fans probably wanted and expected right there. So, the Chargers do not have any picks on day two of the NFL draft, which will make tomorrow a bit more boring for us all. But the Chargers get to walk away tonight with two new Chargers. Obviously, the first one being quarterback Justin Herbert from Oregon, with which they took with the number six overall pick. Unfortunately, the Chargers did miss out on Tua Tungavailoa from Alabama. He was picked by the Miami Dolphins at number five right in front of them. Uh, another favorite to, to possibly go at number six was Georgia left tackle Andrew Thomas. Uh, he was picked at number four by the New York Giants. Not terribly surprising. They did need tackle help there. But let's focus in on this Kenneth Murray selection. So, Number 23 overall, the Chargers were high enough on him and deemed him worthy to, again, mortgage both day two picks to go up and get him. They did not think he was going to fall further down into the first round. They did not think he was going to fall to them at number 37 at the top of the second. So what are you getting in Kenneth Murray? First off, gut reaction, I like the idea of Kenneth Murray. I like the idea of Kenneth Murray being a 6'2", 240-something pound linebacker. I believe 241 was the last time he was weighed. He is basically physically what the NFL wants in a linebacker, right? Uh, he's also a little bit different from what Chargers are used to at linebacker, whether it's you know 5'11", Denzel Perryman, whether it's 5'11", Jatavis Brown. They've just been really bad about dealing with short linebackers, and this is just a nice change of pace, and especially adding guys like 6'2", 6'3", Nick Vigil, and Drew Tranquil, who I believe is 6'1", 6'2", as well. All of us in their linebacker group look just looks a lot bigger on paper and on the field. Kenneth Murray is a good football player. I'll give you that right now. He's also a very good athlete. Um, he ran a 4'5", 240 at 241 pounds at the combine, jumped 38 inches, which is awesome. For that size as well, and I believe had a 10-9 broad jump, also really good uh, for his position. Um, as a junior, excuse me, as a sophomore in 2018, he was third in the FBS in total tackles with 155 total stops. That's massive. He also had 12 and a half tackles for loss and four sacks. And uh, unfortunately, he was just named a second team member of the All Big 12 Conference team. 
still not too bad. This past season, he regressed a, a bit in his tackles, only finished with 102, but had uh, four and a half more tackles for loss, so 17 there. Had another four sacks and four pass breakups. Uh, this year, though, he was named a first-team all-conference member in the Big 12 and a third-team Associated Press All-American, helping Oklahoma get to the college football playoff. Unfortunately, they did, they did lose pretty badly to LSU uh, in the semifinal game. With this pick um, of Murray, Tom Telesco and Anthony Lynn continue their streak and theme of essentially drafting players with really high character. And uh, one of the things about that is it means they kind of in turn love guys who play in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Those things kind of go one and the same. Executive director of the Senior Bowl, Jim Nagy, uh, loves picking guys who are obviously really good senior talents, but are good guys off the field, good personalities, work ethic, character, and all that stuff. Lynn and Telesco, since Lynn took over, absolutely love players who play in the Senior Bowl. Now, while uh, Murray was not a senior this year, he did not play in the Senior Bowl, phenomenal guy. He's the son of a preacher, and he helped raise three siblings with disabilities, adopted siblings, might I add. And then uh, Justin Herbert, though, did play in the Senior Bowl and was a Senior Bowl MVP earlier this year uh, towards the end of January. So there's your, you know, one day goes by, you got one guy from the Senior Bowl. So that theme is still very, very strong. Um, overall grade for this Kenneth Murray pick, uh, I want to say a C plus. It'd probably be a B minus to me because normally, mostly because, I mean, he's a good pick. In general, good football player, but at the same time, linebacker is a position of need, but it was probably like fourth on the list. I would have put quarterback, offensive tackle, and uh, cornerback, obviously, outside cornerback. Um, or no, excuse me, wide receiver is what I was thinking of. Wide receiver three, I would have put over linebacker as well, but they decided to take a linebacker in the first round. Um, but I would give it a C plus because of what they had to do to go up and get him, right? I mean, the value in this draft was day two and day three. Instead of trading those picks and going up to get Kenneth Murray, you could have waited for a Logan Wilson in the third or the second. There's Willie Gay Jr. out of Mississippi State. Uh, Wilson was from Wyoming. Um, there's Akeem Davis-Gaither from Appalachian State, who the Chargers have met with as well. I mean, there's plenty of athletic talents at linebacker that were also pretty good in coverage. And I don't see Murray really fitting in well at all in a conference or, excuse me, in a division that loves to throw the football, one that includes the Kansas City Chiefs, right? The Kansas City Chiefs chose uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair, the running back out of LSU, with the final pick in the first round. And, I mean, all you have to look at is the Chiefs chose the best pass-catching running back in the draft, while the Chargers picked the best run-defending linebacker at the moment. It just doesn't fit really well. Um, but again, C-plus for this pick. It's just a combination of what they gave up to get him, and then thinking about some of his shortcomings as well. And I guess I didn't really talk about the shortcomings, but the guy's a wild child. He plays like his hair's on fire, and he's a violent, violent player. Love that mentality and defender, no matter what position it is. At the end of the day, though, he is a liability in coverage. While he has sideline-to-sideline -side range, his skills and coverage are just not there. Yes, he might be in position, but it doesn't mean he makes the play. He's also a little too eager. He's very over-aggressive, and that can lead to missed tackles. That can lead to overrunning gaps. And for some reason, despite his athleticism and his strength, he gets kind of washed down in too many blocks. Trying to fill the A gaps, he gets washed into too many tackles and guards. And it's just not a good look. And uh, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The 
reactions, the thoughts about the pick in general were pretty split and the negatives were pretty negative. Some just saying flat out like he's just missing something that you would want in a linebacker to be the future of, you know, the middle of your defense. So it's again, there's like a lot to be excited there. It's just his shortcomings are real and they really do kind of kill the vibe with when you kind of get into what he could be. You know, I just got done watching the 1994 AFC Championship game uh, where the Chargers beat the Steelers to go to their first and only Super Bowl in franchise history. And it was crazy seeing Junior Seau, man. He looked so good. 55, navy blue. And he just, it was so apparent how good he was. Instincts, size, speed, everything was there. And it just made me kind of want a presence like that for the Chargers again. Now, Junior Seau is 6'3", 250-plus pounds. That's not Kenneth Murray. While he's somewhat there, 6'2", 240-something, it's just it's going to be completely different. I Don't hate the pick again. We're going to move on to the recap for the night in general, but I'm torn, just like the rest of the world. So looking back at this first night as a whole, things started going the Chargers' way to begin the night. Right, The first three picks were exactly what everyone has been mocking for pretty much the entire offseason. It's Joe Burrow, it's Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, and then New York Giants are on the clock. And still no trades yet, by the way. Giants go ahead and pick uh, a left tackle. They pick Andrew Thomas, even though they've got Nate Solder. He's kind of struggled. He might move over to right tackle. I'm not really sure what they're doing there. But then Miami... Miami did not have to trade up to go get their quarterback. Tua ended up falling to five. So that kind of dashed the dreams for all those Chargers fans, including me, that really, really, really wanted Tua coming out of this uh, tonight, tonight's festivities. And unfortunately, the Chargers at the time could have picked Clemson's Isaiah Simmons. Now, um, if they picked Isaiah Simmons, you're sitting there going, well, maybe they you know pass on a quarterback, obviously. They're apparently very bullish on Tyrod Taylor. We obviously see that's a huge smokescreen. But if they picked Isaiah Simmons, then this, you know, they could have waited to 37 to pick one of the second-tier tackles, right? Because Ezra Cleveland's still there. Josh Jones didn't go in the first. Um, Still some good players to be had at the top of the second. Um, But Chargers thought something else. So Justin Herbert is the guy. We won't be able to see him on the field for quite some time if there's no preseason football, no training camp, no rookie mini camp, none of that. Um, it's going to be a while. But all we know and have right now is the excitement and the upside that we can see with these two players. Um, the draft didn't feature a ton of surprises. I'll tell you right now, the, probably the two biggest surprises have been uh, Damon Arnett went in the first round. He's another cornerback out of Ohio State, played opposite uh, Jeff Okuda, and a lot of people did not have him in their top three, four, five cornerbacks. People thought he was probably going to be later in round two, day three. No, not day three, but round three, pardon me. And uh, he went, Falcons, went A.J. Terrell, a cornerback that, while was good and, and productive and, and a big part of Clemson winning the national title two years ago, a lot of people didn't think he was a top three, four cornerback. He was the third cornerback off the, the board behind Okuda and Henderson from Florida. So I got a Falcons buddy. He was super pissed about it. For some reason, Dan Quinn loves Clemson players, decided to go with Terrell. Plenty of other people that he could have picked right there. 
just kind of a bummer all around for that team. Um, the Saints picked Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. Not entirely sure what the thought was uh, around that. They picked Elgiston Jenkins from Mississippi State last year, who played really well for them this season. He might be at guard right now. I'm not 100% certain. I thought he played center for them this year, but it seems like they just couldn't pass on Ruiz to be a really dominating interior presence along their offensive line. Just one more piece to to keep Drew Brees on his feet again while he's heading into, I believe, his season 42 or age 42 season um, this late in his NFL career. But um, soon after that New Orleans pick, the Chargers traded up to go get Murray, and the rest is history for uh, the night. Again, the picks were underwhelming. I mean, that's just the truth about it. Neither of them were big and flashy and went for what I believe was the best player available. The Chargers, for some reason, think Kenneth Murray is really, really good. And while I don't think he is a bad football player, I just feel like there were better options. I just feel like there were more exciting guys to potentially move the needle. And they say that Kenneth Murray fits in Gus Bradley's defense. But the only way I can see Kenneth Murray really being a big fit is the fit that apparently Thomas Davis was last season where he he did rack up a ton of tackles, but at the end of the day, he also missed a ton of tackles. He wasn't that great in coverage. You know, I, and who knows, if you take all the snaps that Thomas Davis played for the Chargers defense in 2019 and replace them with Kenneth Murray, you probably have a better outcome. It probably was a better season. Chargers maybe win one or two more games. I'm not sure. You just maybe have to give it to the young guy over the 36-year-old linebacker who's obviously missed a step. It was exciting. It was exciting. Um, As you guys can probably tell, I am waning slowly but surely into the night. It is currently 12.18 my time here in Iowa, and it's been a long, long day. Long, 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 long day. But I think you, I, the rest of us, need our sleep. Most of you guys will probably be listening to this tomorrow morning. So that comment is likely irrelevant, but this guy does need to catch some Z's. Anyway, it was the first night of the NFL draft. It was exciting. It's what you want it to be. Obviously it was virtual. It wasn't exactly the same, but player reactions, guys crying. It was still filled with the good stuff. And kind of at the end of the day, we can't be beggars. We can't be choosers, right? Uh, there's no sports going on. And quite frankly, I couldn't have been more happy to have the NFL draft start tonight. So guys, with that being said, I hope you guys like the picks. Maybe when I sleep on it, I'll wake up with a better opinion of both of them. I want to be excited. I usually try to stay on the positive side of these things, and I want to do my best to do that. But thank you so much for listening again to Chargers Lately. I am your host, Michael Peterson. If you guys haven't already, please follow me on Twitter at Zone Tracks. That's spelled Z-O-N-E. T-R-A-C-K-S. Um, that is my only Twitter handle. I don't know why I paused there, thinking I had another one to throw at you. But, oh well. Anyway, wherever you guys listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really appreciate a five-star review. Leave a nice comment. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. I greatly appreciate it. And with that, guys, I will send you on into this good night. Again, this has been Michael Peterson. And I'll talk to you guys later this week.